Okay. Woo! Are you coffee? living example of you can get punched in the face and get back up because I'm the modern day Aztec warrior. <laughs> Welcome back to MMA Underground. You know you got Bloody V with my co-host. Sam K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And guess who we got on tonight, man? Shit. We got us all the way from the West Coast. A motherfucking OG legend, Mr. Darkness. What's up, everybody? Darkness from West Coast. And then we got an up-and-coming OG legend. We got an up-and-coming legend right here. Mr. King of Kings, Mr. Ryan Phillips from Power Slap. Let's go. Woo! Yeah, baby. What's going on, boys? Good to be here, baby. Let's get it. I'm glad y'all here, man. As you can tell, the energy is already a fun time. We're already vibing, having a good time in this place. So, uh, I mean, I don't even know where to get started. I'm just excited to have both of y'all because, like I was saying before the show, Darkness has been a West Coast favorite of mine for a while. And because, you know, the shorter fighters got to stick together. And then, you know, the King of Kings, Ryan Phillips, over here, slapping people to the next sensation, to the next dimension. So, I mean, come on. How can you not expect a fun time? <laughs> it's yes, going to be sure. a good time, brother. It's been months in the making. It's about damn time. I'm so happy to be here with you two legends. And Darkness, too. Darkness, man. it's nice to meet you, my brother. Nice to meet you. What's going on with you, man? Yeah. Enjoying the time and everything. Man, I, 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 I was curious. I'll start with Darkness because I met you at West Coast 3. But if I'm not mistaken, were you one of the first beef fights that Street Beast West Coast had? Yes, I was one of the, it's crazy because I was one of the first beef fights West Coast had. And when West Coast first had their first ever West Coast like fight, I was the first fight of the day. Me and Diesel was the first fight of the day. And then we were the first ever beef fight for Street Beast West Coast. Okay. I didn't really and, beef fight, bro. Yeah, our second fight was a beef fight. It everything blew up after the first fight. The beef fight actually happened because like we had comments that was in our fight sections of like fans from his fans to my fans, and we got into it, and me and him get into it, and we were just like, okay, we got to run this rematch because people were like, well, you know, you won this by luck, he won this, it should have been this way, and then the beef happened like over the months, and then we got to, we got to what. I believe it was Martin Rubio and stuff. We hit him up. We was like, hey, you know, and they were like, hey, with all the drama going on, you guys want to have a regular fight or you guys want to settle this as a beef fight? And we're like, this is a beef fight. Let's just don't give it no time limit or nothing. Just go. Absolutely. Damn, I didn't know that. Okay, I can take that little okay. That's what I like. See, I don't know why I thought your beef fight was with Kilo for some reason. I don't know if that was the one I wanted. That was, there was that. No, Kilo was an even crazier beef. That was like my. West, that was the West Coast three, and because of he was in Diesel's corner, and that's how the beef started between me and him. It was like somewhere <laughs> in the middle of the fight, a illegal knee was thrown. I was like all into. It. I threw an illegal knee. 
And then Kilo's corner got into me. I got into it after the fight. And the fight almost happened outside of the match. And I remember, uh, what's his name? The big, the big Samoan dude, he was there and he was like, y'all got to break this up. And then everything just blew off. Everybody was like, no, let them fight. Let them fight. And we didn't fight that day. And everything just went from there to, it was just like that me and Kilo fight was just crazy. Like it was real hyped up and everything. And after said and done, I think really for me, what I got to say I love about street beefs and the beef fights is after all the beef is said and done, it's two people, two men go in there. You win or lose, you both, you know, you hug it out at the end. Like, all right, this beef is settled. We settled it. We gave it both our all. We let all that aggression and anger out. And now it's like, squash it. Like, you shouldn't have nothing after that. After that, me and Kilo was cool. We were talk. We talk as like, you know, we still write to each other. We still talk to each other and everything. And it was like no beef afterwards. So, you know, I think I thank Street Beefs and everybody in the community for something like that because if it would have just happened that day, it would have spilled out to the street or something, and who knows what would have happened. Yeah, bro, to touch on what you just said, I uh, I, I saw those fights, you know. Uh, I saw the video to those fights. But uh, there was another situation a little bit later with another fighter that you uh, fought. Uh the late nine two five pride, uh, RIP. And, uh, I was there for that fight, man. And, uh, I saw it firsthand. I saw you guys, you went to war and then legitimately hugged it out. And like, you know, I, I seen it right there in the middle of the ring, like that, that moment, you know what I'm saying? Um, and that's just to touch on what you're saying. Like, that's something you don't get in other organizations, you know, uh, outside of street beefs that, that real sense of camaraderie, respect, you know, um, fellowship. It's great, man. You know, Ryan, man, you were on this roll. You were just rising. I mean, you're on a TV show. You've been asked to be on podcasts. You're doing some interviews. I mean, what's it like to have the hype and to be growing and to have all this momentum just building around you and your name? How's it feel? Man, it's fucking fantastic, bro. I'm living it up. Having a great time, you know, it was not too long ago, you know, I was battling some depression and, you know, wondering where my life was going to take me. And, you know, th this came along and it's just been a blessing ever since, man. And meeting, you know, people like you guys and it's legends of the sport, you know, street beefs. I've been watching street beefs for years. So, you know, all you guys have been on my TV at least once or twice. So, uh, you know, it's just uh, one thing after another. My every day gets better and better, man. And. I just hope to spread the love and, you know, just keep going, rising, rising, rising to the top, the cream of the crop, baby. Macho man said it is best. You know it, baby. So, uh, you know, just having fun, buddy. That's what we're doing. Hell yeah. And then I was curious, do you feel like an, like an innovator? Because when you look back at UFC 1, UFC 2, you know, Ken Shamrock, all those other guys that are there, and they're legend staple names. And with Slap League coming out the way it is, and you being, like, one of the first ones, do you truly feel like an innovator for the sport? Um, I do believe that I, I am an innovator. I believe that some people are looking at me and they, they are getting some pointers and uh, maybe learning from some things that I'm doing. I know that the, the match that I had with Rob Perez, the one-eyed wolf, uh, was a legendary matchup by Dana White standards. And uh, that 
for some people say that's the blueprint of what a great slap fight should be, a great power slap match should be. So in that respect, yeah, I, I do feel like I'm an innovator and I do feel like there's a, a lot to be done and uh, I'm still innovating, still working on, on my craft and hopefully, uh, you know, put some smiles on your faces and let's get some, get, get it, baby. Let's just do this thing, man. The future's bright. Absolutely, bro. Hey, I got to ask you, man, because, you know, uh, I've been getting asked and I don't know what to say. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, right. I've had multiple fighters come up to me. I've had normal, you know, civilians come up to me and say, hey, what are those guys doing to train in the slap in the slap league? Well, what's going on? I said, man, I, I, I don't know. You know, can you touch on that for a second? Yeah, I, I mean, there's a lot of things that you can train that would help with slap fighting, such as, you know, uh, working your biceps, your triceps, your arm, uh, you know, getting it in shape, preparing it, uh, conditioning it. Because when you slap someone in the face, you know, they could have a stone face such as I uh, and they can, you know, really hurt their hand. You see on one of our episodes that one guy breaks his hand on another guy's face. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, there's a, a lot of things that you can do to, to prevent that. Uh, you do want to stay safe. You do want to work the arm as much as you can and, and condition that also to swing as hard as you can because when you hit something at 100%, you know, that's going to do a lot of damage. It could hyperextend the elbow. It could uh, tear a muscle, uh, you know, whatever it may be. Um, also, uh, you know, just working your legs too because you, you do get power from the ground up. Uh, so you, you want to do that. You want to train your neck, your shoulders, your your traps, everything, man. You just, just want to train, train, train. Eat those steaks, hit those weights, baby. That's how we do it. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but, um, you know, uh, some people say it's not really a, a sport. You know, I sure shit train like it's a sport. So, and I eat like it's a sport. You know, I try to maintain a healthy lifestyle. And, uh, you know, we come out on that stage and profile, baby. You know, that's how we roll. You're like a grown ass man hit you full force. No, there's there's no complaining <laughs> about that. No, uh -uh. <laughs> <laughs> right. And yeah, I gotta say, bro, you definitely see the transformation. Uh, you know, because we we met on your podcast before the show started, and I had no idea that that was the same person. You know, watching you on television, it's like whoa. You you're prepping, obviously. You know, you walk in with the game face. And it's not for show. But you know what? Darkness as well walks in with a game face and he ain't there to play play. Can, uh, can you talk a little bit about your training and your background for a little bit? So for, well, I, before I get into that, I just have one question. I got to ask King of Kings, before the impact of that slap, what's running through your mind? Because it's different from an MMA fight where we know we can block and do stuff, but you got to sit there and not block, like right like just take a full-on slap what goes through your mind honestly man like just me just it's i'm the best i'm the i'm the toughest man on this earth you know no one can knock me out i'm just thinking to myself i'm the man i'm the man this is what i came to do i'm gonna win this fight no matter what i'm gonna persevere i'm gonna push through I, you know life has hit me harder than anyone can hit me and you know with that you know i'll just clench down as hard as i can on that mouthpiece and i'll just take it and see where it goes but you know, I, I don't think if I could see it coming, I don't think anyone can knock me out, man. Okay. 
And to get back to you, Smoke, the easiest way for training for me, I would have to say, I'm me, I'm an all-natural dude. Like, when it comes to me, I know everyone says use treadmills and everything. My wife, everyone can tell you, I'll take a 14 to 11-mile run, just try to push myself, drink no water. I don't know if you see in the Street Beast fights, I don't even drink water on the side. I'm just like, okay, push my body. For everything else, it's just like the regular training, I'll train in my Muay Thai. After 925, I'm going to say it this way, rest of soul and everything, 925 taught me a lesson, humbled me, and told me, you know what, Miguel? Darkness, work more on your wrestling. So lately, I've been working a lot more on my wrestling and everything because I said, you know what? That did humble me. Like, being taken off your feet is a total different experience, and it just pushes myself more to the breaking point. That's the main thing I try to do. If I can push myself, I never train for – 15 minutes. You always tell yourself, I'm going to train if this fight's going 10 rounds. I'm going to train if this fight's going an hour. Like, that's just how I try to push myself. Like, I think people have said it in the comments, like, man, look at Darkness's uh, stamina. It doesn't even look like he lost any energy or any breath. And it's like, yeah, because I try to push myself to the max. Mm -hmm. I like the stamina part right there. It's like, he's not moving. He's got the cheek going on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, I was curious because you said like training more time. I think I don't know if it was a story or a picture you shared, but was it like a flying knee that you were doing yeah. to somebody in the cage? What fight was that? Uh, that's bad. That's been a couple fights where I have like I'm known for flying knees. I think I even have a sparring video where I was sparring against the great Shinigami, and that video was talked about where I threw a flying knee directly to his chest. And people were like, how are you able to pinpoint these knees to not hit someone's head or when you want to go for someone's head? That fight was a tough fight for me, too. Like, just anytime I lift my body off the ground, a lot of things go through my head. Like, what if this guy grabs me? What if I miss coming down and get hit? But a lot of the moves that you will see me do, I think to myself all the time, do it and just find out what the outcome is going to be after. If I get hit, I get hit. If I miss, I miss. Just go from there. I take a punch to give a punch. <laughs> hey, I, I want to know uh, where does the somersault come from? The 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 backflip. The backflip was okay. Two of my favorite fighters ever is Demetrius Johnson and uh, Magic. Uh, freaking guy saying Demetrius Johnson and ah, forget his name. How am I forgetting it right now? John Dodson. But John Dodson. I met him in person, and ever since he was always doing the backflips off the cage, I used to practice this. Before MMA, I was big into parkour. Mm. Believe it or not, one of the craziest things ever is I am terrified of heights. But if you tell me, if you say, darkness, (laughs) jump from this building to that building, I'll do it. Jump from the roof to the water, I'll do it. So the backflip off the cages, every time I do that in a street beat (laughs) event, don't get this wrong. Everybody tells me, does that ever go through your mind that you're just going to slip and fall? Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> it goes through my mind a lot. <laughs> but the backflip off the cages, that's like myself overcoming something. When I end up finishing a fight and it's a win, that backflip is like me re, re-going back from that person because I always consider myself as two people. There's darkness. Darkness is who you guys see in the cage. And then there's my other persona who everyone can tell you is the nice guy. That's Miguel. That's the nice guy. You know, he'll give you the shirt off his back. But when that door closes, darkness takes over. And darkness is just somebody completely different. 
Now, see, I'm curious, uh, Mr. King of Kings. We were talking about like um, earlier how you can kind of like what goes through your mind before you get slapped. What I'm curious about is what's the difference? Because I know when I, uh, you said in one of the interviews, you were you're like, uh, they said you were a self proclaimed street brawler. But if you fight the streets, you fight the streets. There's no self You're You're a street fighter through and through. So yeah. What's it like to have that close fist hit versus an open palm? Um, well, uh, well, first off, let me say, hey, what's up, Jay Davis? I see you over there in the chat, boy. Turf house in the house, baby. That's how we roll. But, um, all right, so a close fist, you know, honestly, there is really no difference because if you think about it, um, the velocity that this slap is coming at you and how it hits you, uh, it's just like pressure. Just, you know, that pressure that you feel when you get hit, that's, that's really all I feel. And I'm in, in that zone. I got the adrenaline flowing. I'm in the darkness, you know, thinking about the worst things in life that's happened to me. You know, I'm trying to get myself to that demon mode and, and I can't, can't feel it. You know, I can't really feel it. It's just pressure. Uh, when I get hit, I close one eye and, uh, you know, when I'm in the fight, I don't even know that my face is moving. It feels like it's just, I'm still straightforward and I'm still looking at you. So, um, to me, there's really no difference. The, the only real difference between the fist and the slap is the fist will cut you. Um, so, you, you know, that's, that's something that's really, uh, you know, something you gotta be careful for in a bare knuckle situation. Okay. Now I was told the, uh, the, the powder you guys put on, on the hands is to like help with like bruising or is that, true? <laughs> what, what is that? What's that about? Or is that just effect? Um, actually, no, what the powder is good for is for marking the spot of where the slap lands because uh -huh. It helps the ref see what part of the hand is hitting first, and it also helps to see where the it is actually landing. Uh, because right then and there, that slap is coming super fast. You know, you don't really get to see where it's going. And uh, you know, hey, if a neck shot happens, or you know, if something happens by you know by the ear over here, or, you know, wherever it may be, that's a, an actual foul. Uh, the ref will be able to identify that, and uh, you know, the fighter won't be. Think he got cheated or anything of the sort. So. Right. No, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. So, and and so it's I, also good for good for fun times, buddy. <laughs> so I, have, I have a question. I have a question, King of Kings. Uh, Sup, buddy? You said the powder is to prevent from, like you said, the slap won't cut your face. But we have all seen that video of that dude that got slapped and his face just spoiled up to the max. Oh what yeah. If, if that gets to the point. Wouldn't that be wouldn't that be abrasion? Can that cause a cut or anything too, or just? Well, let me just say it does cause cuts. I mean, when the fingers hit the face, it's, it'll start okay. chipping away at your skin. Um, but as far as with bare fists, I mean, deeper cuts. I mean, cuts mm. that get really severe. You know, you can have your chin. I've seen the guy's chin peeling off his face at one point. You know, what I mean? oh. so uh, yeah, no, it's a. It definitely is something that hurts. I mean, don't get me wrong, and it. Obviously, you can get knocked out from it, uh, but the I think the rules and the way that the sport is evolving is making it a lot more safer. So um, you won't see too, you know, you'll see big ass hits absolutely. And if you hit like a truck like I do, you know, you're probably gonna lay someone out at one point. But uh, you know, it's uh, it's it's getting safer. The regulations are, are making it safer. You know, uh, uh, one of the guys didn't have his nails cut, by the way. So if you see someone getting cut, wink, wink, uh, that's why. Um, but the athletic commission is coming down and cracking down on those types of things. So um, 
Yeah, no, you, you get hurt, man. It's it's everyone says it's not a fight. It is I in my opinion, it's two guys hitting each other in the in and that's a fight to me. Yeah. Right? I agree. Heck yeah, no Edward, no Freddy Krueger's though, no Edward Sitterhand. <laughs> no. Keep that back in the locker room, buddy. Hey, to touch on what you just said, you know, uh your your viewpoint on it, right? How do you deal with the uh, criticism from people who don't view it the way you do? You know, there's there's a lot of backlash as well as a lot of praise, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of people like the, uh, the entertainment value. But then there's a lot of people who have others, other things to say. And people yeah. compared it to like the XFL with the NFL. They were like, is it just going to be another fad where it comes, blows up and then just kind of drops or like? Yeah, no, I, I think for me to handle the criticism is you just have to let the people see it to believe it. Um, you know, make them a believer. I just out, go out there. I perform best my ability. If they don't like it, they don't like it. If they do, they do. Obviously, the numbers don't lie. Uh, one of my videos has upwards to 86 million views. Another video has 40 million views. And then there's millions of views on views. I mean, everywhere on TikTok, it's just going crazy, you know, and, and also on Instagram. Uh, it's just crazy. Um, but yeah, the people will come around. I think the guys at the top who are creating this tribalistic mentality are starting to turn around, which is creating, uh, others to actually, uh, start changing their tune and, and tuning into the, the show and watching on the internet. All right. I can dig it. I mean, like I said, numbers don't lie though. And I said multiple times, people love violence. They love that sort of thing. That's why there's many great fighters, both UFC and boxers, but they're boring. They're technical. They're undefeated. They're great. But they lack that charisma. They lack that up factor. Like Masvidal is a prime example. He loses that like a bunch of his most recent fights. But the guy comes out, puts on the show. He talks that shit. He can back it up. I mean, it's all sales point. And then slap league, I mean, you get to sit there and enjoy all of it. You don't have to sit down for 45 minutes and watch a couple prelims. <laughs> right. <laughs> you can root for your state. You can root for your town. You can root for, you know, your fighter. You can watch your fighter. It takes about 10, 15 minutes max a match, and you're good to go. Yeah. Now, this is a little kind of unfight related. It's kind of for darkness. I thought this was cool, so I've always wanted to ask you. I never messaged you, though. Uh, you're like a Vegeta turning into like an ape on the hood of your car or something? Yes, uh, I'm a big Dragon Ball Z fan, but more than anything, I'm a Vegeta fan. So I always considered myself, is my life always based off Vegeta. I have my son, I have my daughter. That picture was actually drawn by me by uh, an artist. His name is, Super, he has an Instagram, uh, Super Saiyan Pride. He literally drew that out for me and sold me the rights to that photo. So no one else can use my photo. I have a certificate, everything. I got to get it. It's in my email. He sent me everything. And I put that on the hood of my car. And I have the seat covers made for it. But that photo is the best. It's all. It's basically all the forms of Vegeta. It has Ozaru, which is the ape. It has Majin Vegeta, God Vegeta, Blue, and then regular Super Saiyan Vegeta. It's because all the forms I really like. And, you know, they're coming out with new forms every day now. Favorite form. Yeah. My favorite my favorite form would have to be Majin Vegeta. Okay. The reason why is the moment that the moment that Majin Vegeta it proves a lot to us. It proves a lot to me as a kid and like even as an adult realizing that was supposed to be a form that well, he's supposed to be taken over by an evil person. But his will was so strong and his pride was so strong that all that form did 
was give him more power, fuel his anger, and he realized a lot more things. Like, you know, it's it's everybody wants to be the good guy. Everybody wants to be the good guy. Everybody loves the good guy. But sometimes, to be honest with you, to teach you a lesson, you need the bad guy. You mm. got to have the bad guy. It's even in – I'm going to say it this way. People don't take it. Cartoons, animes, yeah, we make fun of it and say they don't teach you a lesson, but they actually do. Being the bad guy, I've learned, is something that you have to do in every sport. Every sport wants to see the bad guy more than they do the good guy. I can guarantee you right now, King of Kings, if you become the bad guy and the slap, they're going to want to see you more. Like, oh, we want to – it's not the fact that they want to see him succeed. Everybody wants to see the bad guy get beat up by somebody. Conor McGregor was everyone's favorite in the beginning. Then when he became the bad guy, everybody really wanted to see him more. It's yeah. just I, it's a, the name, Darkness. Like People ask me, why do you go by Darkness and you're such a nice guy? Because Darkness is who everybody want to see. They want to see that vicious person. They want to see the person that's going to do crazy stunts. I think what the craziest thing I still hear about was the fight between me and Kilo. He jumped on my back for a guillotine. And I didn't care about me or him. And I remember diving forward into the ground and smacking both of our heads directly into the floor. And everybody's like, you're crazy for that. And I was just like, hey, that, that, that's, it's, it's the fight. Like, you know, it was either I'm going to get knocked out or we're both going to get knocked out, but we're both going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. It's that moment. If not, everyone's got that dog. <laughs> yes, sir. Man, I've seen it. I'm not I'm just to bring this up. I've seen it in Gots and Smokes fights like that way. Like when you throw them punches, when you hit those combos and everything, I'll be sitting back looking like, wow, he's like, I've seen some people in some of their fights sit there and count their combos. And it's weird because as a fighter, you start to notice that like he's counting this. With you, it's like it reminds me of a video game. Like the punches aren't being counted, they're being thrown like as, as if somebody has a controller on the other side going, Y, Y, X, X, left, right, up, down. And it's like, okay, this combo just got thrown. Like, what is this going on? <laughs> you know, I, I would say similar to you is, is trying to get in that flow state to where you're just going, you know. And, uh, you know, that that's usually the goal, you know. But I ain't going to lie. You know, I appreciate the compliment. But if anything, I'm always trying to increase my volume. You know, so I'm always hard on myself about, man, I ain't throw enough punches. I ain't throw enough combinations, you know, so. I feel the exact same way. I feel the exact same way. Like, I think that makes all of us as fighters. Like, I think you're never going to like everyone thinks a fighter. Like, are you satisfied with your win? Are you happy? Like, we can get a win. We'll be okay with the win. But you're never satisfied because you look back on it and say, I could have did better. Like, I guarantee you every single one of us look at our fights. I know you look at your slap fights and say, man, I probably could have twist my hip a little bit more. I could have torqued back. I probably could have finished him quicker. It's just things like that. We're always going to critique ourselves. And that's always the best thing to do. Absolutely. I like that. And before I hit that question, go see for darkness. I was going to ask Ryan, with uh, the exposure that's given with all of this, would you ever branch out to something else? Say, had you been offered like a BKFC fight since you've been with the, the Slap League, um, only because we talked about bare knuckles, or would you ever try to pursue a little more boxing or MMA, or would you try to just stay strictly Slap? Uh, hey, before I actually... Street Beast, yeah. <laughs> I know I talked to Dorian about that, uh, disturbing the peace. Uh, you Ooh. never know. But um, no, um, I was boxing before I actually did uh, the Power Slap. 
and I had a, a very I was going to go into the amateurs and actually start there, but also uh, now with you know the uprise and power slap, you know we'll see if I get in the ring in a professional level or maybe a celebrity fight or anything of that sort. That could possibly Ooh. happen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I love training, man. I love I, I I keep training the way I do as if I were going to box. Um, you know, I keep up with the weights. I keep up with the heavy bag. Uh, right now, I actually have that injury from the last episode. I uh, tore a bicep, so uh, I need a surgery, and that's going to take a very long time for it to heal. Um, so <laughs> training has been minimal, uh, physical therapy. But, uh, yeah, I, I love to box, and I can see that happening in the future, yeah. Okay. I like that. I think the question I saw Gosia ask, uh, which uh, we could apply to both you guys, was, uh, oh, there you go. Who's your toughest fight, and who hit you the hardest? Mm. Mm. I'm gonna have to say, oh, uh, you know, I'm gonna let King of Kings go first. Oh, um, wow. Uh, well, toughest fight for me professionally would have to be the One Eyed Wolf. Uh, the One Eyed Wolf was uh, a classic. Like I said, like Dana White said, it was legendary. It was one of the greatest fights, a blueprint for the Power Slap League, and uh, it was, it was a, a for me a test of will, man. Like. That guy was the most feared on the show. Every, no one really wanted a piece. I stepped up. I was like, let's get it. You know, I want to test myself. Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't say I was scared. I was more anxious and excited. But uh, it definitely was a test for me. And taking those hits from that guy who was 30 pounds heavier than I was during that fight, uh, it was uh, something else. <laughs> so that was a big one for me. As far as someone hitting me the hardest, um, this one guy, his name is Chris Malatich from back in the day in high school, gave me a dead arm, and it went, it like went through my muscle and skin and hit me in the bone, and it hurt so bad. Like I, I always remember <laughs> it, bro. Like I'll never forget that hit. <laughs> yeah, I walked into the. I was like, I was like, oh, you know. <laughs> High school was crazy. We used to put our hands up on the door frame and take shots in this in the stomach, just fucking around. Right. Hey, we have to train nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Now we now we put our feet in tires and beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> right. We evolved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, what about you, though, Darkness? Uh, hardest uh, person who hit you in a hardest fight. All right, I would have to say the hardest hitter that hit me still to this day, and I give it to him, would have to be Dizo. Man, every single – both fights that we've had, when you've hit me, I've seen nothing but spots. You know when you get that – you know when you get hit so hard, your mind kind of tells you to shut down, but your body don't want to shut down? I'm going to yeah. be honest with you. I think there's a couple times Dizo hit me. Our first fight, Dizo hit me really good What I believe it was like a, a nice hook, and – in my mind, I thought to myself, like, knock out, go knock out. And my body was just like, nah, we can keep going. We can keep going. And I was sitting there thinking in my head, like, why won't I go out? And he hit really hard. There's a couple times he's hit me. And I've told him, like, Dizo, you've hit the hardest. But one of, I have to say one of my toughest fights would have to have been against Kilo. Kilo was the toughest fight because I went in there with uh, – I fought with anger. And I don't think – me fighting with anger like that cleared my mind that quickly. Like, it was just a grueling fight because the way it was set up was there was no time limit. There was no rounds. We just kept going. 
and it was hot. It was like just grueling. So I give it up to Kilo. That was one of my toughest fights. It's a beef fight. And the hardest hitter, I don't care what anybody say. For me, Street Beast West Coast in my division would have to be Diesel. Diesel hits like a truck. If, I, if you yeah. ever if you ever come to the West Coast, just ask Diesel to hit you one time in the stomach or something. <laughs> just take care of it. I, I, it, made me, it, it made me question his weight a couple times. Like, Diesel, are you sure you're this way? Because, bro, you hit me like you're a 200-pounder. And I was seeing spots. You know, he'd be hitting weight, you know. These will be hitting weights, man. So he, he got that power, bro. Yeah. Now, I'm curious, Darkness, you think you might try to find yourself going to another yard, or are you just going to kind of stay around West Coast? You know what? I do find myself going to another yard traveling right now. I really – I have spoke to Weddle on them. I think I'm going to do – I want to do the OG, uh, the OG invasion. I want to go ahead and do that one. There's one fighter in particular, but I don't think he – I don't know what he wants to do or what's going to happen, but this fight was supposed to happen before about a year ago. But I think everybody called it out online and everything. OG Rampage, if you're watching, yep. this needs to happen. It yep. needs to happen. We just have to do it. OG from the OG yard and OG from the West Coast. It has to happen, o Rampage. So for wherever you're at, for the culture, it has to happen. It has to end – Every comment that's ever on the West Coast page saying, oh, he's like a West Coast OG Rampage. No, this needs to happen. I don't care what it wants to be. We can do boxing mixed MMA. We could do kickboxing. We just put it however it goes. Let him know. Hey, Let's and, go. and the part, he's done every style. So it shouldn't yeah. be, it shouldn't be no issue. It, you know, it's just a matter of showing up. Do you want the fight? I feel like for me, the fight, if I would, if I would get the fight between me and Rampage, I believe that fight will at least go as I'm gonna say it right now. That would be fight of the year because I know we both don't like to quit, and it's just gonna be one big slobber knocker. Yes, sir. Ooh, because you're a fan. That's the one thing people say about Rampage, man. I say it through the heart. When you some fighters care about records, you look at some fighters' records and this and that. When you think like OG Rampage, you think heart. You don't care if he wins. Loses, you want to watch that fight, and yeah. ooh, it's like you. Oh yeah, let's make that. We gotta make it happen. <laughs> and you know, I'm there's a lot of similarities. Well, what you yeah. say? Uh, I said I'll, I'm not gonna miss that fight if that happens. Nah. There's a lot of similarities <laughs> between these two fighters. You know, the the heart, the 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 no quit, and uh, if you notice, both these guys they 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 come at you right out, out the gate. You know what I'm saying? So you know round one is going to be just what? Ugh. Man, I, I can tell. I even told him, I said, if this fight happens, it's going to have everybody asking for another round. I don't, yep. I'm going to be honest. I don't see none of us knocking out, but I see it being a fight to a fight. Like, it's going to be crazy. I, I can see know. a knockout. <laughs> <laughs> Right, you might have to come out to a yard sometime, man. I'm sure you talk to anybody, they'll be happy to have you come out. Oh man, it, it's I was trying to come out to the uh, there's like a hot box event, isn't there, in March yep. or something like yes, that? Sir. Yeah, yes, I was sir. trying to come out to that, but unfortunately, I have to go for a power slap event for like an entire week, so I won't mm. be able to get the days off, but. Um, no, it's definitely in the stars, man. I'm definitely coming to one of your events. I'm gonna come hang out, kick it with y'all, and uh, yeah, dude, it's gonna be a great time. I love watching them on YouTube, man. I, <laughs> sometimes I just put them on and I just sit there and just like I'm just like blown away. It's, it's amazing. What a uh, free smoke! 
smoke. How's it hanging? Slightly to the left. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it comes out to it, King of Kings, and you come out, if no one else is willing to do it, I'm, I think my faces can, can take a slap here and there. We can, we can have the... <laughs> oh, yeah. well, let's go. <laughs> You're the man for that, Darkness. Let's go, Lamar. I wouldn't back down. I'd step in there. If say, say, who wants to take it? I'll go in there. I may last maybe one or two. You know, I'm going to give myself two slaps in. <laughs> we can go, bro. I, 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 I'm sure. My, I'm sure they would hate to see that happen, though. They, they'd be like, hundred pound difference between y'all. My boss would be that, so pissed. After that first slap, I won't be darkness anymore. I'll be lightness. <laughs> <laughs> I would totally want to come out. I, I would definitely come out to the West Coast, bro. Me and. Me and Disturbing the Peace have talked about it multiple times. Um, I definitely want to come out there, especially when he fights, because I want to support him. You know, Battleborn, Ivan, he's the man, too. Samke, yep. of course, you know, you've been there since the beginning, and I appreciate your support with my podcast. And uh, Buddy V, you know, we've just been getting to know each other. We text each other a lot. You know, I've been really busy lately, so I haven't hit you up in a while. But, you know, oh, all you guys, man, definitely, uh, definitely would love to come out and, and chill with you boys and you know, after party, you know, you know, I'm at the after party, baby. DCP, what's up, baby? How you doing, baby? Hey, that's my boy. Disturbing. DCP. Man, I know West Coast after parties are cracking. I've heard some stories. I've seen the video pictures. I know they're cracking. And when you come to Scrap, we have some get togethers. You could ask Free Smoke. He came out, you know, a couple of people. Well, DTP. I was. I know all the good bars around town. I was a bartender for the longest time. So you want to go somewhere, <laughs> just tell me the vibe, and I'll pay you the spot. Hey, you know it, baby. And when I get stuff rolling, too, man, we're going to have to link up and do something crazy, bro. We'll, we'll have to set up some nice uh, some nice trips or something, you know? Hell yeah. Now, yes, sir. I was curious, uh, Ryan, because I haven't like fully watched the show. What does like the champion get after winning all of the, the, the power slap? I know that you said some people are uh, under contract, so you get like you get paid for the fights, or yeah. So when we did the qualifier, the qualifier was actually for us to get the contracts, not to actually qualify for the house. It just turned into that. But some of us have contracts, some of us don't. Um, yeah, you know the pay differentiates between you know if they like you, if you have that star power, you know, where you rest in the rankings, things of that sort. So people talking about <clears throat> what the pay is don't really know because everyone is different. Um, beyond that, uh, with the next pay-per-view that we're going to have, you know, that's the introduction to bonuses, I believe. And mm. see how much those pay out for fight of the night, knockout of the night, for, you know, maybe chin of the night, who knows? Um, <laughs> But uh, it's ever evolving, you know. It's definitely uh, for me. It's a good time, man. I I have fun with it. I met some great people through it. You know, look where I'm at right now, man. I'm sitting on a show that I've watched for years, <laughs> months and years, brother. Street beefs. I love street beefs, and uh, you know this is crazy. So I have a question: If you could choose King of the King, if you could choose any fighter. From UFC or whatever, who would you love to have a slap competition against? Who would you mm -hmm. love to bring to a slap? Good question. Yeah, um, I I did answer Tai Tuivasa because he's just a party animal, and I I'm a party animal too. I think it would be a good time. 
Um, I know there would be a lot of respect thrown back. But uh, I kind of want to change that answer to uh, the modern-day Tank Abbott, man. Oh, like a, man. You know what I mean? Think about, think about that. Like, man, I just thought about that. I was like, damn, that would be a crazy fight. If, if Tank Abbott was in his prime, it was me and him, man, that would be a slobber knocker. Oh man, Derek Lewis. Oh shit. Uh, Derek, I, I, it's actually funny you said that because I met Derek Lewis in in uh, the hotel I was staying at a couple weeks ago in Vegas, in an elevator, and he was cool. As shit, he he saw my highlights. I was like, holy shit. He's like, I know who you are. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> Did you get to be that? You said Forrest Griffin was on one of the shows or something. Forrest Griffin is our head head catcher. So when someone gets when someone gets slapped and they fall down, there's people that like rush to try to grab your head or your, you know, lift your body up before you impact. And Forrest Griffin's one of those guys. And man, that guy is having a blast. <laughs> <laughs> Always has a smile on his face. It's like catching the sideline pass. I got it. <laughs> yep. You know, he's diving like it's like a newborn baby shooting out. You know, like, Hey, uh, Darkness, I wanted to ask you, bro, uh, when's the next time you think we could see you in the uh, cage? Um, uh, man, I'm trying to see myself. I think just for a while now, taking time out, working and just training and stuff. I would, next time I want to come back, like I said, 925 did a lot of humble to me. And I don't know if you saw the last Street Beast fight. It was just all like mm -hmm. I went to clinic on wrestling. So I'm starting to work a lot more on my ground game and everything. So when I come back, I want to make sure it's perfect. I want to make sure there's nothing I can feel bad about. Like, oh, well, you know, I should have done better on my wrestling. That's my main thing. And, like, I'm building up a lot more of my muscle and stuff. Like my job now, I'm lifting 300, 400-pound windows and doors and just everything becomes a training now. Yeah. Those are the I best know. jobs when the job is just training you all day. Every yeah. <laughs> and if I do, when I do come back, there is somebody besides OG Rampage from the West Coast that I would love to have a fight with, be an honor because they're on my checklist. My first checklist was Free Smoke. We all saw that fight win. That was amazing. I love Free Smoke to death. And that was, he was always on my checklist. Like, you know, I want to give him a nice fight. So Free Smoke was good. The next person I promise that I would love to welcome into the MMA community would be Prince KT. Hey, yeah. all right. Just because I have so much respect for him from the moment I first met him, from the first moment I saw him at like the first fights and stuff, I was like, you know, this guy has star charisma. And I would love to welcome him into it and just see him give it all for an MMA fight. That's an interesting matchup, bro. Uh I don't know about the weight, but just thinking about the styles, both of y'all, that's that's interesting. That's a that's a good match. Yeah. I think what what is he pushing at? He's 145? Yeah, somewhere around there. Oh, that's okay. I can eat a couple of burgers and some in and outs and I'll gain it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I like it. I had a steak with a side of chicken. Big Mac. What'd you have for dessert? Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I think no ice cream on top. One of my biggest 
one of my biggest things I've always told myself about to ever make it bigger. I think one of the sponsors I would love to have the most, and I know I may sound wrong with this, but I would love Krispy Kreme to sponsor me. I would, wouldn't mind walking out with a Krispy Kreme stamp on my fight shorts or something after a fight, just grab a donut and start chewing on it. Like, now that you won the championship, what are you doing? I'm going to Krispy Kreme. <laughs> Hell yeah. I can see that. I ain't going to lie. Like, right after winning, they're interviewing you. You're busy eating the donut. Hell <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a right, who, would you, who would be your favorite sponsor, right? Or King of Kings? Um, I, I would have to say I, I would want to be on a Wheaties box. That's, Ooh. like, the goal, man. I want to be on the Wheaties box because, you know, back in the day, that meant a lot when I was a yeah. kid, you know? You see, like, Michael Jordan on there, like, Cal Ripken or any badass. Like, I was like, damn, man, I want to be on a Wheaties box. So that would be a dream come true for me. How about you, buddy? I Ooh, that's a tough yeah, one. Yeah, turn it back. <laughs> Who would I want to be sponsored by? That's a good one. I have to be. Honestly, I've always been a huge fan of Adidas. I think that'd be pretty killer. I I have to say, Adidas would be fun because then I feel like Nike's cool, but with Adidas, I get more creative control. I feel like and since I'm an artist, I try to be like, hey, let me make a collaboration. I've got my own custom sweat suit and shoe combo. I'll design it. You guys do it. Just like, give me a couple pairs so I can rock it. Mm. <laughs> Adidas is I, nice. Sorry, to you guys. Yeah, it's all you now. Mm -hmm. Okay. What, who, who would be your favorite sponsor that you would want? Bang. <laughs> oh gosh. Specifically rainbow unicorn flavor. Like that you'd only see me on those commercials. You know what I mean? Like like in between round in between rounds where I'm reffing and shit. You know what I'm saying? In between fights, you know. Uh bang and, and uh Puma. I fuck with Puma too. Puma. Yeah, I like that. All right. <laughs> You can make it happen. Have you seen that that Old Spice commercial where that guy got the whole music video made? Where he did, like, you need some Old Spice. And, boom, and he throws it in the air and it's like a whole TikTok video. Yeah, you still get, you've seen it. And he's like, you need to mix with that. And it's this whole little combo. And it's like a one-minute rap song video. It's funny as shit, though. It's a parody. Old Spice loved it. It went so viral. He got a full <laughs> production. They paid for the whole thing. Got an entire song made that he rapped to and had a full, legit music video made for it. So you never know. I have one more thing to say. I think for me, I know everybody's highlight would be this. We all have played video games. Now I know slapping is now becoming popular. How would you feel when you see if you see yourself on a video game, not as a created character, but as one of the main characters in the game? Like how would you feel from that, King of Kings? Well, shit, I'd be blown away, man. Uh, I'm a, I'm definitely uh, one of those gamers that has been playing since childhood. So just to be in a video game, I, I do know that in the March event that we had, we all had to get, well, some of us, I don't know if they, we all did, but I got my face, my hand, and like my body scanned to be in a oh. video game. So it's it's just a matter of time, I think, that I'm gonna be in one. So I'm excited. Yeah, I don't know what it's for. It's people people speculated it was like a UFC four downloadable character, or um, we're gonna have a, a VR game. So we're gonna oh, you'll wow. be able to slap each other in VR. Yeah, I can see that. I can see yeah. that. So so I mean, it's only a matter of time. But 
bro, every day I pinch myself. This has been an incredible ride, and uh, you know, I'm just extremely blessed. Hey, that last UFC, they got really close to doing the backyard fight, you know, the, the arena. So, you know, when are they going to create the street beefs? <laughs> Right, yeah. We will they, they started a few years ago, bro. There was a guy who started. Uh, he started a street beefs game, uh, but what made him stop? Allegedly, what made him stop was UFC released the backyard shit. And as he was still in the process of making his shit, uh, I mean, I've seen, I've seen the Scarface model. I saw Beach Gorilla, and I mean, these are like really good PS. Three PS4 ish graphics, you know what I mean, and um, the uh, the backyard looked better than UFC's backyard shit, you know. What I mean? But uh, it's in limbo, man. From what I heard last, it's in limbo. <laughs> They're like, oh, looks better than ours. Stop. We're gonna. <laughs> yeah, you guys do need a game though. That would be fucking heat for sure. I would love a fucking Street Beefs game. You guys got yeah. some characters, some badass crawlers too, man. You guys, you guys got a lot of different styles too. You know, they're just mm -hmm. clashing. And let's uh, let's hear some favorites from both of y'all. Who who are some favorite fighters you guys got? DTP, of course, Terrifier, <laughs> um, you Samke, the Smooth Samurai. I love your style, bro. I watch your I watch your uh, your smooth uh, shadow boxing clips that you put on Facebook, bro. I, I get enlightened by those. I love watching those. Uh, I've, watched, I've watched Buddy V's fights, championship fights. The guy's a beast, man. man. Buddy V, yeah. obviously. Um, you know, I, I'm just a fan, man. 925 Pride, rest in peace, bro. He was he was a dog, man. That guy was fucking yeah. vicious, bro. Um, yeah, bro. Um, no love. No love. Shout out, no love. <laughs> uh, that's my boy, Emmanuel. Uh, Duva, shout out, Duva. Yo, he's a G. Um, and uh, darkness. I'm about to study up on darkness. <laughs> Man, I'm for me, all the OGs, everybody. Like, I think one of my biggest, one of my biggest, and it's weird to say, one. Of, I'm a big fan of uh, Baby Hulk. Yeah, you know, like, Ooh, I like just him. something that, like just just something about how fast he is, and I'm like, dude, why can't like it's just not just his wrestling, his power because you have to stoop to his level when he swings, he swings. Him and then Beach was really good, and one of the guys that I got to meet from the West Coast, um, it, I'm a big fan of these two fighters. I'm a big fan of Oni, and I'm a big fan of Mook. Mook just has a sweetness with his whole fight style, like his whole movement and everything. It's just move yep. i sparred with him and it's just something about his body language i can't read anything that he's doing like and yeah. i i for martial arts you're learned to like read people's body but not moves like he moves exactly like water like you don't know when he's what he's going to do also mm. uh also, shout out Battle Battleborn, and I, I think I said disturbing the peace, but I'll say it again: disturbing the peace. That's my brother. <laughs> What's up, Tiny Tank? Tank, what up? Oh, we can't forget Tiny Tank. That's one of my favorite boxes, right? Now. I don't know how many times I called out Tiny Tank to one box him. <laughs> Wait, it was Tiny Tank versus Compa G, right? That's what it was in the heat heat box that one time. Yeah, yeah. No, no, the Maniac, was, Tiny the Tank. Maniac. 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 Right, right, right. Kappa was the fight before him. That's right. Yeah, yeah that was that was a good fight. I like that fight. Banger, bro. 
sure. Those, those high five fights are sick. We, uh, we had a few sparring sessions, man, and I, I call him Tiny Tyson. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he is Bobby moving. He's coming in with those hooks. Man, those body hits. Dang. Yo. Well, How do you, you guys? You could save this clip and you know, whatever when you're feeling down, you could just listen to everyone compliment you real quick. Yeah, <laughs> you got that, boy. <laughs> hey, yeah. I, I got a question for you guys though in the street peeps. How do you guys feel about like Demetrius Johnson and Jens Pulver, like guys really plugging you guys lately? Mm. They, they do an awesome job. I love the love they give. I know that uh, there's a lot of people that try to do street peep related reactions. But they tried to come more of a from a comedy aspect to try to put down people and just like obviously we didn't support that as much. Whereas I can respect a lot more of them coming from a, a professional standpoint and seeing things, but then also being able to be inspired to see, you know, we're not pros. They see the heart. They see what's going on. They see people training. And so I like. I honestly really enjoy the reactions that they do, and I love the shameless plugs they give. <laughs> you know it, baby. <laughs> How about you, yeah. Sam? Okay. How do you feeling? I agree, man, 100%. Uh, I think uh, Demetrius just caught on to us, or at least with his videos. But uh, Jens Pulver, he's he's been doing uh, he's been doing reactions for a little minute now, and uh, you know he's got a great following, and um, you know it's kind of like what we do, just on a bigger scale, you know, and it's all appreciated because you know these guys are professionals; they don't have to take time out of their their day to to make a video, you know what I'm saying? Much less even watch, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, what I find watching these guys watch us, you know, it's always great advice, man. It's always, you know, great comments, great advice, you know, and it's, uh, it's all appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm going to darkness. And then unfortunately I'm going to have to be the bad guy after this next answer. We're going to have to give shout outs because it's getting close to the time. No problem. I think I'm going to have to say this. I'm going to have to agree with you, how you feel and everything. But I think for us, like most street beast fighters and stuff, just like what it was for you, King Kings, when you stepped in the elevator and met Derek Lewis, it's, it's a big hype for us to know that, man, a professional like that knows who I am. Like, Whoa, like for Demetrius Johnson or Jens Paul would be like, oh, that's darkness right there. Or, or you know, that, 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 that smoke or that's tiny tang. And it's just like, wow, they know who I am. I'm not like just that. It shows that they, they recognize everything everybody does. Like, even though I can't say we're the little people, but the people that's out there doing something, just making a difference just to be recognized. I think that matters more to a lot of fighters than anything. Some of the street beef fighters I've talked to, some of them don't want to go professional. Some of them don't want to go anywhere above, but just the fact that this is an outlet for them. They have day-to-day -day lives and jobs, but just to be recognized by someone like that means a lot to us, means a lot to everyone around them. It right. keeps street beefs going. Hell yeah. I like that. So, but it's about that time. We usually wrap around 45, but I mean, you can't kill, you know, this is all natural. You can't kill the flow. <laughs> and if you have more questions, I have to, yeah. Uh, we have to kind of wrap it up. I'm sorry. Oh, so, man. Yeah. But sure, now's the time for you guys to go ahead and uh, give out your shameless plugs, you know? Darkness. Yeah, oh, you you've, been call, calling you every, you've been calling people out all night. It's your turn. Yeah, you have good questions, right. too. <laughs> so I'm gonna, you know, I want to give a big shout out to Street Beats West Coast, Street Beats OG. I want to give a big shout out 
to MMA Underground. I want to give a shout-out to you guys for having me on. I want to give a big shout-out to – I never got a chance to do this publicly, but 925, like, you know, rest in peace and everything. And, like, it hit me at home for everything that you told me to work on. You humbled me. I've never said anyone's humbled me, but he humbled me, made me see things more clearly. I want to give a big shout-out to – my car club, Legion of Muscle. I want to give a big shout-out to UFC. I want to give a big shout-out to all the fighters that go to any of the Street Beefs events and put their all into it. No matter what the criticism is on the comments or whatever, you know you're going to come back, do better, and it keeps it going. And just, man, I just got to say that. Like, I got to give it to everybody. Thank you, Tiny Tank. Thank you, the whole Street Beefs organization. Thank you to the heart and the fight for putting us out there like that because that matters a lot to us. We, they don't get enough roses for everything, but they do the best that they could. Hell yeah. I love our <laughs> There we go. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> In your face. <laughs> um, you know, I'm going to go ahead and thank, uh, you know, first of all, I want to thank you guys for having me on. You know, it's definitely a co uh, couple months in the making and definitely excited to be here. Definitely, uh, love to have you guys on my uh, podcast as well. Uh, Darkness, great to meet you, brother. I wish you luck in, in all your endeavors, man. And, uh, you know, keep kicking ass. Keep training hard, man, because that's the only way you get better is keep training hard, brother. <laughs> get that practice in. Uh, but, you know, I want to thank uh, my sponsors, Turp House, uh, Stabilized Clothing, Planet Hank, my boy, uh, DTP, Disturber the Peace. What's up, boy? That's my brother. <laughs> uh, Fucking, uh, you know, everyone that's watching, uh, Jay, Jay Davis, John Davis, my homie from Ohio, all the boys in the Power Slap League. Uh, you guys are my friends, my family, and I uh, can't wait to see you guys in March. And, um, you know, the Street Beefs organization, man, you guys are doing a fucking great thing. You guys are bringing up the up-and-coming fighters, you know, giving an outlet to guys who need it, you know, probably saving lives. I mean, a lot of guys come from military backgrounds, probably need, you know, need that kind of outlet to, to keep going throughout the day, you know. To them, it's it's about the heart, you know, the heart and the fight, the heart and the fight. You know, shout out to you guys. Wiro, I'm going to be on uh, Locked In with Wiro. Come here soon. <laughs> Boom in your face, bitch, and uh, <laughs> and then um, you know no, I'm just glad to be here, guys. You know I loved it; it was a great time, and uh, thank you so much for for giving me uh give me the time. Absolutely, we appreciate you guys. And uh, Jay, I hope you're ready because um, I guess we'll cut to our short little break. Thank you guys very much, and this was phenomenal. <laughs> Yo, thank nice. you. We have appreciate it, guys. Thanks, guys. Overtime, hustling, be hustling, overtime. What's good? It's your homie, Freezes Christ. Y'all know the deal. Um, make sure y'all head on over to uh, OvertimeHustling.com where you can catch all the latest merch, all the newest mags, all the media, everything, know what I mean? You can also find me on Winging It with the homies Keith G, King Dale, and Payne Gusto. And you can catch me on Turf Tales. And if you got nothing to do on Sundays, even if you do got something to do, make sure you tap into Overtime Reactions hosted by the homie Cuzzo. And I cannot forget the homie Jay over there at the Yankee and the Brit channel. So make sure y'all go over there and check them out. And hey, check me out, your boy, Freezes, on that Real Talk with Jay. It was a hell of an interview, yo. Gotta do it again. I keep saying it because I mean it. We gotta do it again. I had a great motherfucking time. But anyway, you know who it is. Freezes H, OTH, Yankee and the Brit, winging it, Turf Tales, Overtime Reactions, Chronicles Podcast. You know the drill, Cush's Corner. It's a motherfucking movement. So move with it.
or move out the motherfucking way. Simple and plain. You work? OTH. The movement. Let's go. Ananda Professionals and MMA Underground are teaming up to let you know about all of their great CBD products. Gummies are great for your stomach health, and your stomach health is a big part of your overall health. Fighters, are you looking for something to help you recover faster that's safe and healthy? Ananda's got you covered. Use the promo code BBUnderground to save 10%. That's at anundaprofessionals.com. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Jay from Yankee and the Brit telling you to come over and check out our shows. The Yankee and the Brit Sports Talk, Well Beyond the Arc, The Markout Podcast, Real Talk with Jay, and MMA Underground Weekly at YouTube backslash The Yankee and the Brit. Deuces. Yeah. 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 That was cool. You can't fake that chemistry. You can't fake chemistry. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. We got, you know, as usual, man, we just got fire guests. So it's only natural that we have a fire conversation, a fire show, you know? Right. And we're going to have to get some fire in a little bit. But I think it's a little little something these people need. What they need to see. Buddy V's Fighters to Watch. Ooh, 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 ooh. So I have a fun one. I have one extra for you today. From the scrapyard, we have Hayes. This was fun because he came out and he showed out. I was very curious because I enjoyed both fighters during the fight. But as the fight continued, I saw kind of a little bit more of the skill set from Hayes start to show. I'm not saying he was on a whole other level, but you could see that it really started to – the practice and the conditioning started to show, which I really thought was amazing and phenomenal. Um, I mean, it stood out to me. He came out, ended up getting a nice good win. Go give the fight a view. You'll really enjoy it. And personally, I think you'll see the heart and the dog come out. So I want to see him go against somebody again, a little bit more higher skilled. And I want to see how far he can push his body. I want to see it. So Hayes from Scrapyard. Now, West Coast. This guy is no newbie, but definitely made the list. I know I haven't brought him up before, but he almost did. No love. Man, no love has some killer fights. And you even know the thumbnail. There's one where he's doing like a flying like, and I was just like, dang, I love his fights. His most recent one, I'm not going to give it away, but there was a killer shot that really turned the tides to some sort of way. Ooh, but you guys are going to go see it for yourself. So that's just no love, street beast West Coast, absolute beast. That's what I have to say about him. I love it. Now, we're going to take it all the way to OG, because I don't think I had anyone for last week. We have the one, the only Look at that. Keanu from the OG yard. Now, the reason why I chose Keanu from the OG yard is because he's a staple name. Also, he had a recent kickboxing match came out. While he did end up losing it, he said he showed up and he took the fight, even though he wasn't necessarily training for one, just to get the experience in. I met him. He was a cool guy when I met him down in Virginia. He's been a fighter for many years. I watched a lot of his fights. I was a fan. So I don't know how I haven't had him on the list yet. He's someone you want to go check out. You'll have some new stuff. you have old stuff. And you'll enjoy all the fights all together. So definitely. But instead of ending it, we got one more special fighter that I'm really stoked for. Now, this girl is a beast. And if you watch BKFC, then you probably have seen her around. Jamie Henshaw. I've seen her with some of her MMA stuff. But her BKFC debut, the two that she's had so far, both ended with first round knockouts. Holy shit, this girl 
puts the beating and ass beating. She comes <laughs> out and she does not play. So if you don't know who she is, go check her out because I promise you she's delivering better stuff than some guys. So man, those are my fighters to watch. Man, that was a crazy list, bro. That was a crazy list. I've, I've seen a couple of those fights, and uh, they were fire, bro. No lie. You know, and speaking of fire, it kind of reminds me. We got some. Yeah, Sam K in the fire five. Let's go ahead and start it off with the first fight. All the way from the OG yard, Nighttime Guru versus Supreme Tot. This is a fire fight. Uh, first off, this fight had great back and forth. Uh, the pacing, you know, I loved it, man. Uh, both fighters going in, going out. And uh, this is a classic case of striker versus grappler. Um, both men fought hard. Uh, and both men, you know, went out there and gave it their all. Not to mention they're fighting in dirt. This is no game. Firefight, Street Beefs, OG Yard, Nighttime Guru versus Supreme Tot. Firefight. Let's move on. I'm going to take you. Street Beef Scrapyard. Uncle Busta versus Too Explosive. Now, with this fight, I got to be honest, man. Uh, I learned something. I learned something just watching this fight. Uh, this was a fire performance. And um, there was a, a bunch of transitions uh, to see the flow state. You know, it, it's a beautiful thing. You know, when you see a fighter out there, and similar to what Darkness was saying earlier, where he's just out there and he's flowing. You don't know what's going on. You know, he's just flowing. Uh, beautiful match, firefight, explosive from start to finish. Street beef, scrapyard, Uncle Busta versus two explosive, firefight. Let's move on to the next one. Yeah, you see it. I'm taking you all the way to Street Beef's West Coast. My fellow Gorilla Lion, Glitch versus Blick. This was a good fight right here. Uh, it was a banger. Um, you saw great shots by both men. Um, and really, if we're being honest, it could have went either way as far as the decision goes. It could have went either way. Both men went out there. They gave it their all. Uh, hard shots being thrown. Uh but like I said, it, either man, either man could have got the win. And with that, these men will be rematching next month at the Super Bowl event at the hot box. A rematch glitch versus Blick. And it won't be boxing this time. This time it'll be Muay Thai. So be on the lookout for that. Until then, you can watch this fight. Street Beast West Coast glitch versus Blick firefight. Let's move on. Yeah, I'm going to take you back. Back to Street Beef's OG yard. Sensation versus Crimson. This is a firefight. 
you see it. It's a kickboxer versus a Muay Thai technicianer. I mean, first off, let's talk about sensation. He's one of the most underrated champions in all of street beefs. We're talking about a fighter who has progressively gotten better, looks like every single fight. And it also looks like he's fighting every single event. Um, this is a, 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 a steady back and forth. Uh, a lot of great shots being thrown. Uh, but at the end of the day, we got a finish. And it was a fire finish. Street Beef's OG Yard, Sensation versus Crimson. Firefight. Let's move on to the last fight. Yeah, this is a hidden gem right here. I'm taking you back to Street Beast West Coast. Nobody versus Big Texas. This is a fire fight. Uh, first off, I'm going to say both these men are highly underrated. Uh, nobody in Big Texas, both of these guys, uh, highly skilled, very strong competitors. Uh, and at the end of the day, you saw two wheels going at it. You know, neither man wanted to stop. Uh, you saw a lot of grappling and a lot of heavy hands being thrown. Uh, and at the end of the day, this is a fight in which I want to see a rematch. Somewhere down the line, we need a rematch. Street beefs, West Coast, nobody versus Big Texas. Sam K in the Fire Five. You know, I like those. Those are straight fire. I almost lit my joint to that much fire. Sheesh. Man, it's a little smoky up in here. I, I'm going to say it's a little smoky. It's a little smoky. No, man, those are killer. And uh, <clears throat> Sensation, I think you did it for one of the fire five fights before where uh, it was like you got that one guy that was like a beef fight kind of, and he went to throw an elbow, spinning back elbow, and then Sensation just caught him, got him in the rear naked, and ended it like in 10 seconds. Yeah, know. man. Yeah, it was. Well, we uh, we the culture say we we need that uh sensation versus Manu the Great. I mean that's that that just has to happen, man. We need that. I know the talks have been talking. Uh, I know the work has been in the works, but we just need it to happen. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and like I said, sensation is one of those guys, man. He just doesn't get enough credit uh for how much hard work he's put in to get where he's at. You know, I think a lot of times people uh, people are quick to judge based off of what they're looking at right now, and they don't know the backstory. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, sensation. At some point, we got to get you on the show, bro. That's yeah, all. I'm, sensation. That's all, man. Yeah, well, let's both hit him, man. We're both gonna send you a message. <laughs> she, but we kept all y'all long enough. You giving us your time. We had a blast tonight. I don't want it to end. But unfortunately, all good things must come to an end. But we will be here next Tuesday. So, Sanke, anything you want to shout out? You want to let people know? Yeah, man. Let me get these uh, shout-outs out the way. <laughs> uh, first off, got to thank our guest tonight. Uh, Ryan, much appreciated, bro. Definitely going to be hitting up the podcast for you soon. Uh, audience, look up Ryan Phillips, Power Slap. You'll see if, if you haven't seen him already, you'll see why he's on the show, why he's the big deal, why he's Mr. King of Kings. Uh, thank you to Darkness. Uh, like I said, Street Beefs West Coast OG. If you're not familiar with, with Darkness, look up Darkness after the show. 
and check out his fights. The man's a beast. Um, thank you, you guys, for your time. It was a great show. I want to give a shout out to Street Beast West Coast, Street Beast Scrapyard, Street Beast Dirty South, Street Beef's OG Yard. We do this for y'all. Yeah. I want to thank uh, the people in the live chats, uh, the people who are watching us on replay. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Hit that like button. If you're not subscribed, hit the subscribe button. Don't be weird about it. Don't be weird about it. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt to support at all. We're here to support the fighters in the community. If you're here, you're here for the same reason. Um, we got the greatest producer with Jay. Jay, I got to thank you. Uh, and I got the best co-host with Buddy V. I got to thank you, bro. Um, that's pretty much, pretty much it for me, man. I don't do the social media. If y'all want to see me, I'm here every Tuesday. Same time. I love it. Well, thank you. Thank you. I hurry up. Zwell underscore buddy B for the Instagram. Uh, Zwell hyphen world.com for the website. And you're about to see stuff get even better. My website's already been improved. It's more colorful. It's more vibrant. I've been tweaking all sorts of stuff, you know, learning my craft a little bit better. Make sure you check it out. Like I said, you're going to see some new stuff come up and possibly some new uh, Yankee and the Bridge stuff. So I can't say too much. But <laughs> shout out to everyone tuning in. Like you said, Heart in the Fight, Overtime Hustling, all of you guys watching it. It's just a great Heart time. Fight. So exactly. Shout out to our guests, the viewers, even when you guys put questions. If I don't always have my glasses on me, that's why I don't always see them. Sorry, but thank you for asking them. If I do, I catch them. <laughs> and yeah, shout out to Jay. Shout out to, you know, you get everything done. Shout out to Songcat. Without you, we wouldn't have such a killer ass show. I mean, come on now. And, uh, yeah, with that, I'll just end it. So we had a great time. Thank you all. And in the words of Jay, one world, one love, deuces. Uh, 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 uh.